the first season of Zodiac Speaking was all about the murders. The canonical murders, I guess. The second about the potential murders. Most of which I honestly don't think were Zodiac. The third season is about the ciphers. And I'm going to preface this all with one simple thing. I don't believe the ciphers mean that much. That said, I do not think they are unimportant. And when I get to the letters, because I'll be doing an entire section on the letters, that ties this all together. Were the letters written by Zodiac? Because the letters and the ciphers do have to be integrally connected. But what I'm really going to be talking about here is what Zodiac was trying to do with the ciphers. And when I talk about the 408 in particular, I'll be talking about why that methodology. And this episode is going to be a little bit about talking about ciphers in general. I know a little bit about ciphers for two reasons. One, I'm a math nerd. Not actually doing math, but mathematical concepts. But two, I spent 20 years as a curator at the Computer History Museum, and cryptography was something we talked about. And there's actually somewhat of a difference between cryptography and cipherology that sort of needs to be looked at in this idea of how individuals deal with code. More on that later. A cipher is basically any encoded or encoded writing. And there are dozens of methods for doing it. The simplest method is single substitution. And there are even a lot of versions of that. A simple single substitution is A in plain text might equal Z. B equals Y and so on down the alphabet. So every time you would write A, you would put a Z. Every time you would mean to write B, you would put a Y. There are even methods within that that are simple. Uh, for example, you can mix it up, of course. A could equal X. A could equal anything, really. You could completely remove the alphabet from it, the traditional alphabetic characters, and just use symbols to represent each character singularly. You can also, theoretically, represent strings of characters in sort of what a more complex. So, for example, uh, for the majority of it, it might be A equals Z, B equals Y, and so forth. But words like the, and, of, if, you know, if you're... Someone like Zodiac, kill might be a single character. And that becomes slightly more difficult to get. And one thing that all ciphers require is a key. So you might know that with this key, it would say, well, these are what the mappings of the individual letters are, but here's a special character set that equals these specific words. You can also do things like ligature uh, 
encoding so that, uh, again, A equals Z, Y equals B. But then anytime you have two characters of the same next to each other, they could be represented by a single character. That's actually a really, really complicated methodology uh, because how you can do that, for example, something like high-handed, there are two H's next to each other, but the words aren't actually, it's not two H's in a word, well, technically there are two H's in high, uh, but it's not H-I-G-H-H. So you could spread out your letters between words. One thing that is obvious here is that he is not doing word ciphering, in that he is not using the ciphers in word format. He's actually making a basically a wall of text that you then have to go through, get each individual letter, and then solve for. There are then things like phoneme ciphers, uh, where you're actually not enciphering the spelling, but the sound. And... There is some theory that Zodiac might be doing this. By the way, I know there are podcasts about the ciphers. There's that television program. To me, they're all wrongheaded. They really are. They miss the point completely of what the ciphers are supposed to be. Again, I'll talk about that more later. Uh, I worry in a number of areas about taking the ciphers as a explicit thing. That I think they're supposed to be meant more as a hint, as a leaning. And when I look at how the Hardens cracked the 408 cipher, there's going to be a lot of thought there about how you crack as a number cruncher versus how you crack as a human. Very interesting methodologies there. One of the most complicated types of ciphers to break are semi-representational. For example, where you have... Here's a very simple methodology. Uh, you have a five-character section. The first character might be A, B, C, D, E, just as in the regular alphabet. The second, A might equal B, and B might equal C, and C might equal D. And the third, A equals C, B equals D, and so on. That's still a variation on single substitute ciphers, but it's, again, you're making it more and more complex. Where it gets very complicated is when you have dual ciphering. So, for example, again, super simplified. Most times this is much more complicated. The strings. So let's say your first pass, A equals Z, B equals Y again. But then... When you take that text, you then re-encode that. So it becomes a double substitution cipher. So the second time, A, the encoded A, when it's next to a letter, might equal 
Z. And then you start to get to the representations and the relationships between the individual characters. That's when it gets very complicated. And of course, once you're encoding this as bits or as a trinary code or any sort of more complicated code, But one of the problems with when you look at uh, multiple encryption methods is that you can only approach a code if there is a verifiable and trusted source encoding and decoding. Mm -hmm. So, great example. You encode a you let it be known that this is the encoding methodology. But then you vary it in the middle. And you think you're very smart doing that, particularly if you don't give the methodology out. And apparently, the 408 cipher was very obviously done in a way to allow a smart enough person to decode it. But then there's garbage in it. So either one of two things happen. Either, one, they encoded this, we're very diligent, we're having that trust that this is what I'm actually doing, but then the end is garbage, they either messed it up, which I find highly doubtful, or two, they were specifically telling you how they could throw you off. We're going to do three episodes on the ciphers. Uh, first one's going to be about the 408. Second one is going to be about the uncracked ciphers. And the third is going to be different. And it is going to be about where the ciphers play in the investigation and what they say about suspects. Because season four is all suspects. So I hope you'll stay tuned.